Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Tell Your Story. Let's pray. Father, we are so thankful that you sent your very own son, Jesus, to die on that cross at Calvary, to shed every drop of his precious blood for us. Thank you, Father, that when we receive Jesus, we're bathed in that precious blood and made clean, Father, that our sins are cast as far as the east is from the west. So we're so thankful, Father, and we're thankful that Jesus is the Word, and the Word is Jesus. We come ready today for the Word, Father, and to apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about telling your story. Sometimes we make Christianity way too complicated. One of the best things we can do is tell our story. Tell people what Jesus has done in our life. People don't want to know as much about what Jesus has done in your friend's life, but they love to hear about what he has done in your life. I think we're the best at this right after we give our life to Jesus and we have that peace that passeth all understanding in us, that love that comes into us, and we just have to share it. Then we get a few lukewarm receptions and we tend to back off. The devil will tell us, maybe people don't want to hear about your story, etc. Lies from the master of deception. We need to keep telling our story wherever we go, what Jesus has done in our life. One of the great many examples of this in the Bible is Paul. We're going to talk about that today. And let's start in Acts 25, verse 24 in the Amplified Bible. Then Festus said, King Agrippa and all you gentlemen present with us, you see this man, Paul, about whom all the Jewish people appealed to me, both in Jerusalem and here, loudly insisting that he ought not to live any longer. Folks, as you know, sometimes we go through some tough times. But how do we react? Do we draw closer to God or pull away from God? Verse 27, for it seems absurd and unreasonable to me to send a prisoner to Rome without indicating the charges against him. My friends, the devil and his followers, and by the way, that is everyone that is not following Jesus, they will do some absurd and unreasonable things. Sound like the world today? But God was protecting Paul, and he'll protect us too if we serve him and live for him. Now let's go to Acts chapter 26, still in the Amplified Bible, verse 1. Then Agrippa said to Paul, You are now permitted to speak on your own behalf. At that Paul stretched out his hand as an orator and made his defense as follows. Folks, God will open up doors of opportunity for us to share our testimony if we desire to do so and live for Jesus. Here was one of Paul's opportunities. Verse 2, I consider myself fortunate, King Agrippa, since it is before you that I am to make my defense today regarding all the charges brought against me by the Jews. My friends, don't miss this verse. Paul saw his challenges as an opportunity to represent Jesus and give his testimony. What do we do? 3. Especially because you are an expert, fully knowledgeable, experienced, and unusually conversant in all the Jewish customs and controversial issues. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently. Folks, this is another great point in sharing our story. Do it with kindness. 
Paul was polite. He spoke kindly. Really what you and I can see is the love of God coming out of him. For so then all the Jews know my manner of life from my youth up, which from the beginning was spent among my own nation, the Jewish people, and in Jerusalem. Five, they have known me for a long time, if they are willing to testify to it, that according to the strictest sect of our religion, I have lived as a Pharisee. My friends, in sharing our story, our testimony, people need to know where we came from, the time before Jesus. That gives them hope. Six, and now I am standing trial for the hope of the promise made by God to our fathers. Seven, which hope of the Messiah and the resurrection our twelve tribes confidently expect to realize as they serve and worship God in earnest night and day. And for this hope, O king, I am being accused by Jews. 8. Why is it thought incredible by any of you that God raises the dead? Folks, don't confuse kindness and politeness with not being bold. Paul was kind but also bold. Jesus and heaven are real, and people need to figure that out before it's too late. 9. So then I once thought of myself that it was my duty to do many things in opposition to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. 10. And this is just what I did in Jerusalem. I not only locked up many of the saints, God's people, in prison after receiving authority from the chief priests, but also when they were being condemned to death, I cast my vote against them, 11, and I often punished them by making them suffer in all the synagogues and tried to force them to blaspheme, and in my extreme rage at them, I kept hunting them even to foreign cities, harassing and persecuting them. My friends, we think maybe that our times before Jesus were bad. But what about Paul? He persecuted Christians. He even put them in prison, and he cast his vote to put them to death. That must have been difficult for Paul to say. But he put Jesus first, and he freely admitted his sins of the past to help bring people to Christ. 12. While so engaged as I was traveling to Damascus with the authority and commission and full power of the chief priests. Folks, so all the religious people, the Jewish leaders, were supporting Paul, giving him authority to go after the Christians. But on the road to Damascus, God got his attention. Verse 13. At midday, O king, I saw on the way a light from heaven surpassing the brightness of the sun, shining all around me and those who were traveling with me. 14. And when we all had fallen to the ground, I heard a voice in the Hebrew dialect, Jewish Aramaic, saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick repeatedly against the goads, offering pointless resistance. 15. And I said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. 16. Get up and stand on your feet. I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you to serve as a minister and as a witness to testify with authority, not only to the things which you have seen, but also to the things in which I will appear to you. 17. Choosing you for myself and rescuing you from the Jewish people, 
and from the Gentiles to whom I am sending you. 18. To open their spiritual eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness and release from their sins and an inheritance among those who have been sanctified, set apart, made holy by faith in me. My friends, can you imagine Paul's change of heart? This is the Jesus that I've been persecuting, and now I'm going to serve him and be a minister and witness for him. Folks, don't look at where people are in the darkness before Jesus. Look at where Jesus can take them. Share your story of what God did for you. 19. So King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. 20. But I openly proclaimed first to those in Damascus, then at Jerusalem, and throughout the region of Judea, and even to the Gentiles, that they should repent, change their inner self, their old way of thinking, and turn to God, doing deeds and living lives which are consistent with repentance. Folks, our story should always, always, always lead to Jesus, not to religion. Religion is what the Jews had. Religion is rules and laws. Jesus is freedom and life and cleansing, praise God. 21. Because of this, some Jews seized me in the temple and tried to kill me. 22. But I have had help from God to this day, and I stand before people testifying to small and great alike, stating nothing except what the prophets and Moses said would come to pass. Folks, tell your story like Paul, to small groups, maybe even one, or large groups, whatever the opportunities are that God gives to you. 23. That the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed, was to suffer, and that he, by being the first to rise from the dead with an incorruptible body, would proclaim light or salvation both to the Jewish people and to the Gentiles. My friends, Paul again proclaimed Jesus in his story that Jesus rose from the dead and gives everyone the opportunity to be saved, to choose Jesus with their own free will. 24. While Paul was making this defense, Festus said loudly, Paul, you are out of your mind. Your great education is turning you towards madness. Folks, we have to accept the fact that not everyone is going to receive our message of Jesus. They can take the free will that God gave them and say no, that is their choice. Our part is to tell them with love about Jesus. 25, but Paul replied, I am not out of my mind, most excellent and noble Festus, but with a sound mind I am uttering rational words of truth and reason. 26, for your majesty the king understands these things, and therefore I am also speaking to him with confidence and boldness, since I am convinced that none of these things escaped his notice. For this has not been done in a corner hidden from view in secret. My friends, we can't back down and bow to pressure from the enemy when there is resistance against the gospel. We need to be like Paul and be confident and bold. 27. King Agrippa, do you believe the writings of the prophets and their messages and words? I know that you do. 28. Then Agrippa said to Paul, in a short time and with so little effort, you almost persuade me to become a Christian. Folks, the word of God is a seed, and it was already growing in King Agrippa. 29, and Paul replied, whether in a short time or long, I wish to God that not only you, but also all who hear me today 
might become such as I am, except for these chains. My friends, Paul's desire, as it should be ours too, was to bring everyone he came across to the saving power of Jesus. Praise God. I encourage you by the Holy Spirit to tell your story of how Jesus has changed your life and will change anyone who accepts him. Let's pray. Father, I pray that everyone out there today listening to my voice has received Jesus as Lord and Savior, not receive religion, know a personal relationship with the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And anyone out there that has, and I pray that today will be their day, that they'll accept Jesus and give their life to him 100%, Father. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.